Mr. Hayes' Memory Machine by Bart Meehan, adapted from the short story by Charles Battle Loomis, performed by Tony Turner. I look like an overgrown hedge, she says, hair growing in all directions, moustache drooping, eyebrows saluting the ceiling. I know I'm in dire need of pruning, but I simply don't have the time for it. Time is short. Time is of the essence. That's why I'm here to see the... what do you call him? You, you know, the fellow you see about things that aren't quite right. I know the word. I had it before. Uh, yes, that's it. How could I forget that? My wife says it's been coming on for some time, but I only noticed it last week when I forgot my own name at the company roll call. Never could remember other people's names, but when I forgot my own, I thought, my word, this is odd. I mean, not remembering an easy name like mine, and a name so familiar you could forget it, so simple. Damn, it's Gone. No, don't tell me. Let me use my new memory system. It helps me to a word through the association of ideas. My name has something to do with a farm. I know that. Farm. Crops. Grass. Oh, hay. That's it. My name is Hay. Yes, yes. Pleased to meet you as well. Anyway, the reason I'm seeing the... Uh, uh, the person you see when things aren't quite right, is because the other day Mrs. Hay told me to go to a department store and buy her... Uh, now, wait, let me let me do this. Um, cricket, batting, baton, conductor, piano, piano keys, ivory keys, ivory soap, that's it, a half dozen cakes of ivory soap. She wanted me to write it down, but I said I'm sure my brain would hold a half-dozen cakes of ivory soap. I could see she was not convinced. Lately she has formed the habit of calling me befuddled. You know, in the, the way a wife of long-standing talks to a fellow. Befuddled, bedamned. My memory's as good as it ever was. I told her in the way a husband of long-standing talks when confronted by an example of his frailties. I spoke in a tone that projected confidence, but, to be frank, I was simply too proud to write out a shopping list. I mean, no matter my feelings, I'm not some doddering old idiot that needs to make notes on his shirt cuffs. Yeah, or at least so I thought then. Is that the time? My appointment was supposed to be at three, but these chaps are often late, aren't they? Seems tardiness has become fashionable in some professions. What? Oh, yes, my story. Well, off I went, thinking of half a dozen ways of remembering. Um, piano, piano keys, ivory keys, ivory soap, yes, that's it. And I entered the department store with an air of confidence. I consulted the first floor walker I met to seek directions, 
and he gave me that ingratiating smile they give all well-heeled chaps that wander in off the street under instruction from their wives. How can I help, sir? Well, be damned if his question didn't clear my mind completely. It totally collapsed my memory system and erased all the hard work I'd done on the way there. Quite annoying. Distressing, in fact, but I sold it on. I want to get some, um... Something that floats, I said. Ships. Toy department in the basement, he said. No, 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 it's not that. Life preservers, then? They're in the sporting goods department, fourth floor. I don't want life preservers or any other nautical wear, for that matter. Frankly, if the man had even the basic skill of observation his profession demanded, he would have noticed I was closing in on something. I mean... I now had a very clear image of it in my head. I want to buy six cakes, I said. Bakery department, sixth floor. No, 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 it's something that's in cakes. Caraway seeds, grocery department, same floor. No, no, they're white cakes. Angel food, same floor. Hold on, this thing is advertised everywhere. Oh, why didn't you say so, sir? That's breakfast food. Same department. I shook my head. No, no, no. It's this thing that floats by a baby in the bathtub. A boat, toy department, basement, he said, returning the discussion to where it began and wandering off in a manner that suggested he was confident the matter at hand had been resolved satisfactorily. Really, these store chats can be quite frustrating. Frankly, I would rather have avoided them altogether, but what choice did I have? Big stores are a puzzle purposely designed to remind a man how small and inconsequential he is in the universe of domestic retail. So I was forced to accost another floor-walker, and, as I did, to both my surprise and joy, one of the words I wanted came to me. I said quickly, I, I want to know where I can get soap. He gave me a look. What's that? he shouted. Can of what soup? Not soup, soap. Yes, you're right, it was most frustrating. The man shook his head. All the soups are in the grocery department, but I don't think we carry that brand. Brand? I said, I, I want soap. Are you deaf? By now my voice had matched his volume, and I was propelling my arms through the air like a Spanish windmill under siege. Well, he looked at me for a moment, then beckoned to another floor-walker, who had been hiding in a shadowy corner, intent on being inconspicuous. No use, Jackson, my chap shouted at him. I'll have to get a hearing aid. Deaf as a post I am. Can you find out what this gentleman wants? How may I help, sir? The substitute asked in a pacifying tone that was utterly infuriating. Yes, I did lose my temper. Who wouldn't in the circumstances? I have already explained this twice, I snapped. What I want is only in every magazine in the world. Is it gunpowder? My new tormentor offered a grin that suggested he was pleased with his wit. If it was 
Powder, I said, my voice as cold as the devil's heart. I'd buy a barrel of it and blow this place to smithereens for making me lose valuable time. Is there no one in this store with brains enough to guess what I want? I've described its qualities over and over again. It's what no house should be without. Why, sir, said this fellow, using an obsequious tone to compliment his sarcasm, there are fifty things in the grocery department alone that a household cannot do without. You'd better take the store aisle by aisle. There's only 240 miles of aisles. And keep your eyes peeled. When you see what you're looking for, put up your hand and I shall come running. Of course, you assume I left that I uttered some clever and dismissive remark and walked out with my dignity intact. That would be a fine end to the story, wouldn't it? But sadly, no. You see, by then I was committed to completing my mission. So I, I wandered aimlessly about for half an hour on various floors until at last I came to the playing-card counter where they had ivory chips on display. Well, as soon as I saw them I gave a whoop jumped up and down and shouted at the top of my lungs i want ivory soap i want ivory soap i want ivory soap it took no more than a minute for the store detective to seize me with a firm grip on my collar start manoeuvring me through the aisles towards the street exit it was clear he thought i'd lost my mind so i told him it's, it's all right i'm not mad it's that i've just remembered what i want and with that I shook off my captor, and I stepped up to the clerk standing in front of a pyramid of the, um, uh, uh, piano keys, ivory keys, uh, ivory soap, and said, Send six cakes of this soap to my house, cash on delivery. With that I left the store basking in my triumph, and it wasn't until my wife asked me for the soap that evening that I remembered I'd forgotten. Forgotten to give them my name and address. So now you see why I have this appointment with the, uh, yeah, you know, that fellow who sees you when things aren't quite right, and why I'll be asking him to fix me up before it's too late, before I'm totally lost in befuddlement. After all, nothing is lost completely, and while there's life, there's soap. No. No, not that. Uh, hope, uh, faith, belief, hope. Yes, that's it. While there's life, there's hope.